Okay. So I'm very excited because right now while I'm still lit. Oh shit, I turned the volume down. Um the kittens are still here. Say hi to Panther and Malala. Hi Mike. Hi buddies. Um they're like, what the hell is foster mom doing? Um so if you can't tell from the background music right now, I will be talking about judges. You are. Sorry, I gotta take some of my drink. Joe Siwa, the thing is, like, people judge me because I have, like, a couple of her lip glasses and, and even, and her, um, face mask and also her singing toothbrush that sings boomerang. It's just all about getting rid of the haters, you know? Um, and while her lip glosses, um, the cotton candy that my roommate Sophia tried smelt like malibu liquor and while the one i tried or she tried cupcake i tried cotton candy my cotton candy one smelled like an exo marker and even though like five minutes after putting jojo siwa's lip glosses on um our lips were like literally burning off and i've literally never been so uncomfortable in my life since i've had a kidney stone we still love jojo siwa because we stand her she's a fucking queen and you know all she does like she gets so much hate she's one of the most famous people on youtube and she has to hide the comments on all of her videos because she gets so much hate and her herself she's a million dollar brand just her name and like she's a fucking money maker of her whole house so like yes people give her shit but like it's the same thing as giving like um I can't think of a good analogy to her because I was going to say Jeff Bezos, but fuck Jeff Bezos because at least like Jojo brings so much joy to like younger children and I just don't understand why so many people have to like let Jojo take up so much free rent in their brain and just like hate on her because that's just that's pathetic. That's like middle school, high school bullying. Like you have absolutely no reason to like hate on them. But you, like, do it anyway just because they exist and they do what they love. And you just, like, hate on that. And also, let me tell you, here, I have a whole list of reasons. One sec, let me pull this shit up. I have a whole list of reasons why Jojo Siwa is just a fucking, like, oh, I probably shouldn't be cussing so much when I'm talking about her. Why she is so significant to, like, to us. One sec, let me take another drink. Okay. Jojo Siwa, to begin, when I state all of these things to you, just keep in mind that Jojo Siwa was the least respected of the dancers on Abby Lee Dance Company, on Dance Moms. She was, while she was very talented, like, she was considered, like, despite her turning abilities, like, one of the lesser talented girls, even though she could act better than any of them. And so she was constantly given shit constantly overlooked like with her abilities and let me tell you right today today okay jojo siwa it okay no first let me tell you maddie ziegler okay who most people know from dance moms and respect her she doesn't get a lot of hate um in comparison she's worth five million dollars okay do you know how many million dollars that um jojo siwa is worth because she's worth 12 million which is more than double what maddie's worth and that's equivalent to like 450 camels 
And that's more camels than I was worth when I looked up how many camels I would be worth if I was in a country where they trade camels for wives. So she's worth like more camels than most of us are. Keep that in mind. Um, and it helps that she's a natural blonde. Oh, wait, actually, I don't think that she's a natural blonde, so it could have been partly fake. Anyway, so, um, she also, JoJo was on Times 2020, 100 most influential people. Like, that's how, like, prominent she is, okay? And let me tell you that on a regular basis, I consider myself the least favorite sibling of my family because you know my brother like is a man and like men are worth more than women and like you know he like even though like I know it's cool he went into the military but like I gone into UCLA and like I could get in the military but could he get in UCLA no he fucking couldn't like try me bitch anyway obviously I don't have a lot of hard feelings about this but my my thing is that like Jojo Siwa has a a brother, and whenever I think that I'm the least favorite sibling, I have to remind myself that Jojo Siwa has a brother. So, like, imagine being her brother, because you literally are just pathetic in that point. And, like, no offense to, like, Jordan Siwa, whatever his name is. I act, like, as though I don't watch all of her videos and I know exactly what his name is. Um, But I just want to, like, like, I know this is, like, a really bold stance of me to, like, take right now, and that I'm one person, I can't necessarily say this, but I would like to take this moment to say that all Jews um, support Jojo Siwa, and especially all gay Jews support Jojo Siwa, so here I am taking that, like, if you have a problem, um, you can DM me with some hate, and I'll just, you know, open and pretend like I never saw it. Anyway, so my next one, I have to change a song for this. One sec. Okay, so here, um, uh, if you if you can hear it, it's coming up. It is Loco by Machine Gun Kelly, who... Ugh. Machine Gun Kelly is currently dating Megan Fox. And Megan Fox is... I'm not even kidding. Well, with the exception from Maya and Pretty Little Liars. Was that her name? Maya or something in Pretty Little Liars? Um, her real name's, like, Emily. Am I mixing these up? Emily might have been her real... I fucked it up. I don't know. But with her exception, like, Megan Fox is the first, like, celebrity woman who fully is the reason why I'm bisexual. And Ruby Rose have been the third. And how I figured that out is because I fell in love with, like, Megan Fox and Ruby Rose around the same time. Um, this was just, like, Orange is the New Black and that kind of shit. And I would say to my friends, like, I would try to be, like, low-key about it. Or, like, I'd bring in Rihanna, too. And I'd be like, yeah, but, like, if Ruby Rose were to come up to your door and, like, ask you to run away with her, like, no questions asked, you'd go, right? And my friends would be like, no, I, like, wouldn't go because I'm, like, not interested in women. And I'm like, oh, yeah, and then that's cool. And then, yeah, now um, I'm bi, so that's cool. Anyway. Megan Fox is now dating uh, Machine Gun Kelly, and (laughs) my little transition there, priceless. Um, So they're fully dating. Um, Machine Gun Kelly, I could go on a fucking, like, I could go, I'll have to do another full, like, essay, like, uh, Times New Roman, 12-point font, double-space essay on why Machine Gun Kelly deserves rights. But, like, he's been through his own kind of shit. And that no one deserved... I'm pretty sure he's the one who also was, like, his family 
he was like raised in a cult kind of situation. I don't think his mom's involved. But um, Pete Davidson. Here, I'm taking out the drink. One sec. And I'm going to try to do this in like only a few minutes because I realize that whenever I make these podcasts longer than a few minutes, like, like it makes me self-conscious that anyone would listen to my voice that long. So here's the thing about Pete Davidson, okay? Pete Davidson is um my favorite right i'm fully like i would i would fucking like take an innumerable amount amount i don't even know if that's a real number i made it up amount of razor scooters to the ankle if it meant i could just like meet p davidson like i literally love this man with my whole heart and let me tell you okay so pete davidson first of all he is the youngest cast member on saturday night live since eddie murphy eddie fucking murphy an absolute legend pete davidson's the youngest one they've brought on that show and let me tell you they had hundreds of people to choose from to bring on snl and they chose pete so that goes to show you how much talent they saw in him within the first year that he was on snl lorne michaels who is the creator like director of snl brought him on a trip with him like um i remember they went some tropical like climate kind of area but like the thing is that like pete when he's on saturday night live when he is on like weekend update for example they bring him on weekend update just to play himself they say and here's it uh from our very own pete davidson or like our resident young person pete davidson how many other people on Saturday Night Live, like of the cast members, go on Weekend Update as themselves? It only happens every once in a while. And that goes to show how naturally talented that and how the raw talent, like raw comedy that Pete Davidson has just being himself. And that's something people don't consider because I've heard guys that I've hooked up with that were like pieces of shit, to be honest. I shouldn't have taken their opinion into like like, really thought about it, contextualized it, but, like, like, he's so talented, he can just sit there and be himself, and it's funny, and that's, like, that's the kind of raw, like, comedic talent that so many people strive for and just don't have, and he's like that, um, on top of that, Pete, he lost his dad, his dad was a fireman in 9-11, so he's been through some trauma, he has a single mom, he has another daughter, or it's, <laughs> Sorry, he isn't a sister. His mom is another daughter. I messed that up. Um, on top of that, like, they made all this shit up about when Ariana Grande broke up with him. That, um, first of all, fuck Ariana Grande. I'll have a whole other episode about that. But, like, how um, Ariana Grande, like, broke up with him and how he's going to be living in his mom's house. That whole house is his. Like, he's paid, he's the moneymaker of that family. And yet, he lives in the fucking basement. He has this whole little man cave that he built out. You can watch a whole video of it. And he has his mom and his sister take up the whole top of the house. Like, get you a man, okay? He's the son, and he's a moneymaker. Okay, let me take another drink. On top of that, there is a... um, Oh, this is their interlude. There is a one-hour... um like interview between pete davidson some guy on youtube and basically in this like i guarantee i promise everyone they should watch this but like in this episode 
Pete talks very openly about borderline personality disorder, which I have, and it's due to like childhood trauma, obviously. But he also has this, and he talks about the self-harm, the suicidal ideation, and he talks about so openly celebrities don't normally talk about this, and he talks about how the reason a lot of his tattoos, which a lot of people judge him for the amount of tattoos he has and the way that they look, but he talks about how um, he uses a lot of those tattoos to cover up like his scars on his chest where he used to cut himself, and I have scars like that on my thigh that like... I literally, I've gone on, like, photo shoots with, like, friends and stuff, and they've pointed them out thinking they were stretch marks, and that made me feel better, knowing that my friends thought that my scars were stretch marks, then realizing that they were scars from, like, me cutting myself. And so, like, the fact that he's so open about, you know, the suicidal ideation stuff, which most celebrities are not very open about that, and, like, the trauma that he's been through. Like, he openly jokes about his dad being dead. And my dad's also dead. And um, he just, like, is a very real person. And he's very much fighting for the for the little people. You know, like, he, um, he actually just recently... So, he actually, with the whole Ariana Grande thing, he was getting so much shit on the street from random people who would walk up to him and threaten to fucking kill him because of, like, Ariana Grande and all this stuff. And he's getting so many death threats after it that he posted on social media, like, a suicide note, basically, on his Instagram. And so many people were concerned about him that they, like, pointed out and, like, reported it, you know, and talked to him. And he ended up deleting social media because he was like, obviously, I very much don't need this right now. Like, I'm using it in, like, not very productive ways. So he deleted all of his social media because of the shit that he was getting just for literally fucking dating Ariana Grande and her breaking up with him because of the whole Mac Miller situation. And let me tell you, again, fuck Ariana Grande and the whole Mac Miller thing. She, like, fuck her for that. Fuck her for that. Anyway, but and. My friends are going to probably beat me up for that one. Anyway, you're not going to beat me up. I was raised by two criminals. I'm just kidding. Like, you're, no one's going to be able to come for me that far. Anyway, um, so my thing is that he was getting so much shit. And he just recently, like, re-downloaded Instagram and everything. Because he realized how serious the elections were getting. And he said, God help us all. Please vote. And he posted a whole photo of Joe Biden. And he got a bunch of people, like, giving him shit. Like, oh, Pete, like, you're a liberal. Like, you're a snowflake and shit. But he did it anyway and re-downloaded social media, like, knowing what was coming for him regardless. And that was my tea for tonight. And that's why Pete Davidson and Jojo Siwa deserve all the fucking rights. Um, Sorry for cussing so much. Um, I'm gonna finish my drink. Uh, good night, everyone.